right, so welcome to the platform. We have a very, very special guest with us today. NBA All-Star, first pick of the NBA draft, Mr. K. Mark, King and Martin himself. What's up, man? How you doing? What up, gentlemen? Thanks for having me on, man. Uh, K. Mark in the building on MJ Mondays. <laughs> Monday. Let's go. Let's get Let's to get it. it. All right, so, so Kmart, man, you have a, a very, very unique situation because I don't think this is ever going to happen again. You were a four-year four player at, at Cincinnati, and you got drafted as the first pick of the NBA draft. Can you just talk about that? Because I don't think we're ever going to see that again. We're in a time where now everyone feels like you got to come out early, you know? Like, for you to do that is kind of, like, remarkable because probably won't see that again to be um, in that situation, which yeah. I, I needed four years. Um, but if somebody would have told me at 18 that I have to go now, 19, I have to go now, I don't think I would have been ready. Um, me, I needed four years at UC to, to, to get to the point to where I felt my game and everything could play at the highest level. Um, but, yeah, it hasn't been done. In, it's been 20 years now. You know, it's it, crazy. it probably won't be done. Yeah, it's crazy to say that it's, that it's been 20 years. Since since I was the first pick, man, the last American college-born senior to go number one in the NBA draft, man. So that's that, hey, that that's a major accomplishment. Major. Like yeah. when you think about that, that's yeah. unheard of. Yeah, and it's a lot of guys that put the time in um, for four years that that's deserving of having those looks. But the culture we in and and the climate that we in with the NBA is that's the last thought, man. Um, how tough? Is, how tough was it? Plan for Coach Huggins. You know, Hug Huggy has oh, this yeah. image, right? <laughs> and you and K and, and King, you your image on the court is nothing but toughness. So, what was that like in practice? Being with a tough coach, a tough player, like walk us what that looked like. Yeah, no, I did it for four years, for three hours every day for four years. Um, but. When you bring a certain mentality um, to Bob Huggins' program, whether it was at Kansas State or West Virginia or Cincinnati, mm-hmm. um, you bring a certain mentality that you're going to work hard every day and you're going to be coachable, then it's easy. You know, for guys that don't meet those criteria every day, it's hell. Um, I, I, I witnessed You know what I'm saying? I witnessed it. I witnessed him dog guys to the point where they quit. Um, Man, them never had an issue because I showed up and worked hard every day. Uh, I was coaching, mm-hmm. I, I listened. Um, yeah, so that was part of it, man. But no, I, I, I've I've been a part of some some running sessions, <laughs> <laughs> some of them on the line sessions. That hey, man, like dude, like, it, it'll it'll test your your love for the game. If you ain't all in, Bob Huggins will break you, you know. And I've seen mm. him break. I've seen him break guys. You know, I was all in, so he wasn't gonna break me. Well, that, that's funny. That's funny because every time I played against some Bob Huggins team, those attributes are what you would feel on the court. You know, they were, they, they were going to rebound. Everybody was going to crash the boards. They were going to play hard. They were, they were going to be physical. And I used to tease him. And some of the guys that I know that used to play for him, we used to call him Huggy Bear. Because as, cause as you know, he's, Huggy Bear is sort of like a quote-unquote cute name, but he's anything but that. You know, he's, he's, he's everything but that, you know. <laughs> A lot of inten- a lot of intensity in, in, in Huggy Bear, man. And it's three hours. Like it's three <laughs> hours. You know, like we practice like rebounding drills. Like I, I don't know if a lot of schools do it, but we practice getting opposite. Mm-hmm. Like, we, call the war, we used to call it the war drill. 
the ball go up, you got to get opposite. And, then, and if the ball hit the ground, it's a problem. Yeah. Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> so just imagine, man, like you, you got to keep guys off the glass and then ain't no fouls in practice. Ain't no fouls, ain't no out of bounds. Oh, y'all was – y'all was <laughs> – prison ball. Y'all was getting hey, to it. Like, boy. it's prison ball. Like, I tell 100%. people all the time, like, man, like, if you stop play doing a Bob Huggins practice, like, you know, guys get hit in their face and you you like this. You might get right. laid out. No, if you come up, your eyeball better be in your hand. <laughs> if you didn't run back on D, your eyeball better be in your hand. <laughs> so you – know, Yo, that made the basketball anymore. games probably easy for y'all then. Y'all was out there just like, this is nothing. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, but it was nothing to play, go to these teams, man, because I guarantee wasn't nobody practicing the way we was practicing. We, we was practicing like that at Cleveland State, K-Mar. I'm going to be honest with you. <laughs> we, was, we did four-on-four, three-on-three rebounding drills. The ball can't touch the ground. Defense – for a three-hour practice, we was playing defense for two hours. Like we did all that. I mean, I was you with you. I was with everything. So, I was with so, y'all all the way until the point of no out of bounds and yeah. no fouls. We didn't. We nah, didn't get, no, no we didn't get bounds, that far. No we didn't get that far. We had everything else, but there was out of bounds. <laughs> was out of we, bounds we got that but. far because we wouldn't go out talent nobody. We weren't yeah, going out talent right. nobody. So we yeah. had to be tenacious and have that that drive. So I, I, I can relate to you, K. Mark. So, he used to invite like former players that lived around the city. They used to come back and practice against us. Yeah. Yeah. Since, since, since now they got a lot of those they got they a lot to, of those and they used to take their day out on us <laughs> <laughs> yeah the streets of Cincinnati can make you want to do that oh yeah nah, that's, baby. <laughs> that's, that's, that's for sure that is accurate not a lot of people know that Norris listen <laughs> hey. yes sir hey hey, 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 hey look, you see this oh you see this oh how my ass? hey I know hey, all man. about it baby hey listen man that's I tell people all the time if you ain't never been to Cincinnati be on the have you on the swivel <laughs> right <laughs> you hear you don't know, small town. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, Kay, me and, me and Norris always talk about this, you know, uh, during your time at Cincinnati. You guys have some swag, too. You know, you have mm-hmm. the Jordan. You have the Jordan, Jordan sponsor shoes. I'll never forget. Y'all have the Cincinnati Bearcat 13s, bro. I wanted those so bad, bro. And the Bearcat uniforms with the, uh, with the stripes going down the sides. Our, our high school had that. As soon as y'all got it, our high school said, we need the UC. You know. Everybody around the country had that after we rocked the union. <laughs> yes, sir. You know, like my freshman year, we was Nike. But I was hearing rumors in my freshman year that we was going to go to Jordan. I'm like, man, that ain't going to happen. There ain't no way. So that summer, leaving my sophomore year, they came through. The rep came through and hugged, set us down. And I was like, that's what we wearing next year? <laughs> <laughs> Oh, we finna get a lot of recruits. <laughs> right. <laughs> you know, I look back at some of my college tapes, man, some of my shoe game, and I'm saying this when Mike was, this 96, 97, 98. Yes. Mm-hmm. I'm freshman, sophomore, junior year. I'm saying, like, them were the years where some heat was coming out. Yeah, the heat was coming out. And we were up for us to be able to put that Cincinnati logo on this. Man, listen, dog. Nobody tell us nothing. Swag. And we and we ranked top five, top ten in the country every year. Come on, man. Yeah, y'all was Speaking good. of MJ, we're gonna get straight to it, K Mark. <laughs> <laughs> Talk to me about MJ. Talk to me about the mentality. And then we're gonna after you get done talking about that, we're gonna talk about the modern, the modern state of basketball. But talk to me about MJ. Oh, his mentality is he's a straight up assassin. Um you know, I didn't get the I didn't get the the Jordan mic, but I got the Wizards mic, and he was right. probably wasn't as athletic. And but 
the skill set, the shooting, the footwork, the brain, all that stuff was still there. Um, so there's a game I got a back brace on. We guarding each other. I had a bad back leading up to the game. I'm, I'm going to play anyway. Mm-hmm. So he guarded me on the other end. He filled the back brace. He right, <laughs> he like right to it. Oh, what you got going on here? <laughs> he asked for the ball every time down, though, because I'm guarding <laughs> him on the other end. Wow. He asked for the ball every time. Also, he wasn't taking it easy on you. He's all, yeah, I'm about to <laughs> exploit this. Making me move, my, use my back as much as I can. Just his mentality. If he see an ailment or anything like that, he using it. He using it, man. So me for, and then watching the documentary, how he was, it's like, yeah, that's Mike. <laughs> so, so Ken, it, you know, most people don't get an opportunity to play against Michael, you know, and you were the number one overall pick. What was that moment like going into that game, knowing like I'm playing against Michael? Mm-hmm. What was that like? Were you were you like excited. I was excited. You was excited. Was you excited for the challenge? Were you were you a little bit like, man, I hope he don't get loose? No, like, no, 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 no. You know, me at the time, I was twenty four, maybe twenty five. So my mentality was, that's Mike, but right, I'm finna go after him. I want to guard him because I because I looked at my defense as one of the better defensive players at the time. You know, but I, so I wanted the challenge. But there's a few things in my career I never thought I'd get to do: play against Michael Jordan and play with Jason Kidd. Wow! So both of those, <laughs> so both of those things happen, right? So we was winning in the East when Mike came back. I think it was my second year, uh, not my third year. My third year, okay. it came back, and we was running through the East. You know, so That's we. A fact. Put, couldn't sell out at home. We couldn't sell out. We couldn't sell out. You know, people wouldn't come to the Meadowlands. They just wouldn't come. So Michael Jordan come back. The first game the Wizards come back to the Meadowlands. Michael Jordan, now we sell out. Wow. <laughs> the MJ effect. We scored 74 at half. Oh, jeez. What? He, he didn't play the second half. Whoa, wow. Say, say that one more time. So yes. Yeah, one more time. Say that so the viewers can hear that one more time. We scored 74 points as a team at the half. <laughs> he came out with ice on the second half. He didn't play. <laughs> Chalked it up, huh? Yeah, we was up like 30, 35 at half. You know what I'm he did his, he did got, his job. He sold tickets for the league that night. Sold tickets for the league that night and when it sat down. We were beating the brakes off of him. But that <laughs> team, Kenya, that y'all had was special, bro. Yeah, Eric. you – Jason Kittles, yeah, you know, yeah, you look yeah, at there, Williams. There, there we go, Chris. But there's a second part to that story. We go down and play them later on in Washington in that, talk, that talk year. Talk to me. Talk to me, Kmart. Talk to me. And Mike had 40. <laughs> talk to me, Kmart. We was gonna get, I was going to hey, I'm about to say, no, we need to get to the second half of that part, Kmart. <laughs> <laughs> so he had 40. But, hey. I ain't play that game, but <laughs> <laughs> but that don't take the fact that, that he still had forty. Like right, it was all footwork, jump shots, like just using what he had. Man, I was like, yeah, you don't wow. have to be as athletic anymore. You, you, as long as you can score that thing, and he did, man. Like with the best of them. Mm. Could you talk about? Could you talk about the the competitiveness of the league back then? Because you know, MJ played in three different decades, and there's 
three different versions of MJ. You got the 80s, you got the 90s, and you obviously got the end, which you're, which you're referring yeah. to. Could you talk about the competitiveness of the league back when you were playing during uh, MJ's exit to the league? Just my first few years, man. Um, well, throughout my career mostly. But I realized, like, early on, like, it, it, it meant something. Like, these guys were scratching and clawing to hold on to their careers. You know, so every day in practice, somebody was bringing it. In the games, because right. you had been seeing guys, they was bringing it. Like, it wasn't a whole lot of interaction with guys off the court in the offseason and stuff like that, how it is now. Everybody works out together. Everybody's friends. Every Somebody is this – somebody's godfather, they children, and, like, all that going on. It wasn't none of that going on, really. <laughs> <laughs> like, people wanted, like, wanted to scout. Like, they looked at rookies as rookies. They treated guys as such. Like, you ain't done nothing in this league. You ain't coming here with all this hype. Like, mm. like none of that was going on, you know, how it is now. And you had to earn your stripes. Like, guys, you had to earn their respect. You had to earn your stripes with the vets. And, and that's what's missing now. Guys come in with a lot of these accolades and all this hype coming from high school. Um, and now they come into the league and ain't, ain't nobody to check them. And you know why, Kenya? That's a major issue, bro, because there are, like, 20 vets that can play. Jamal Crawford. And I can name Corey Brew. I can name a few. Okay. Norris Cole. Long you got list. a lot of – it's a long list of guys that are not in the league to format that. Yeah. And and I don't know if it's because of the way, you know, the money's top-heavy now or the way it's distributed, but that becomes an issue with the development of the younger guys too. Well, listen, man, if you offer just – just say if you're paying the 13, 14, 19-year-old, 20-year-old $5 million. You right. can't tell me a guy that's been around six, seven, eight years won't take that same money. Mm. Oh, that's Look at Norris. Look at Norris. That's very right. true. But I, like, right. them that's checks ain't true, bouncing. I'm saying, I'm saying them checks ain't bouncing, dog. So, guys, if you give guys opportunity that's been around for a little while, they're going to take it. They are. Even longer they than are. that, guys that's been around 12, 13, 14 years, whatever right. it is. It's the opportunity to keep playing. And there's no, job in, there's no job in America that's going to pay you that. Nope. Ain't no 401k in America that's going to match that. Nope. <laughs> At all. So, therefore, you give guys opportunity to do something that they love doing. And Absolutely. Like, you know, I, I, I preach this to KJ all the time. You know what I'm saying? Like, I feel bad for guys nowadays that's in the league because they're not learning anything. They don't know nothing. They come in all this ability. And they don't know how to play the game because they ain't nobody teaching them how to play the game. Right. And that's where vets come into play. That's where vets hold you accountable, pulling your card when you're on BS out there. Absolutely. You're showing up late. They're pulling your card. You ain't doing what you're supposed to profession. They're pulling your card. I think there's a misconception now, Kmart, man, where sometimes people feel like you have to be the best player to be a good vet. And I believe sometimes that's why some of the veteran-type players don't get that opportunity other, other than like the contractual part that you mentioned. But I feel like sometimes they, you, they don't understand that you don't have to be the best player on the team to be the respected vet on the team. Because I know, I know when I came up in the league uh, as a rookie, Jawan Howard was my vet. Super vet. Uh, you know, UD was one of the vets on the team. You know, and so um, he was on his way out. But like Mike Miller... Came, played, I'm about to say he was like year 15 when I got in the league. And uh, James Jones, 
You know, those were the guys guys that had been around. So I had my ability was there. You know, I was fast, I was tenacious, I could play. But like you said, learning the professionalism of the game, learning the different strategic maneuvers out there on the court that give you that advantage, and not just being wild and energetic and athletic, but moving with a purpose. You, your learning curve is, I, I feel like it's quicker when you have those vets to be able to teach you. Yeah, because you're around them guys mostly. Y'all y'all on the bus together, y'all in, in the locker room, y'all on the plane, y'all in playing car. Whatever y'all doing, y'all talking hoop, y'all talking through situations, y'all always engaged. Absolutely. Yeah. Which nowadays these kids ain't engaged. Everybody, you go in the locker room, everybody probably on their phone. Right. On the plane, everybody on their phone, everybody, everybody Snapchatting or TikTok and <laughs> Snapchat, like just that, that's what it is nowadays. But right. I'm saying before we all sit in the locker room, we I talked about your shoes, we talked about hoop, we talked about whose girls was doing this and who was, but it all came back to hoop. Absolutely, it all came back to the game and who was doing what, who wasn't doing what, and we all we talked through situations and and now I, I just think that's missing and and it's unfortunate. It's unfortunate that you look at a guy that's been around for ten plus years that it's a detriment. To, um, it's a detriment to your locker room. Right. It's sad. When you take a guy like Jason Kidd and and you had an opportunity to play with Jay, how easy is playing with Jason Kidd? How easy does he make the game? Because he oh, makes the right. It look like he make the right play every time. Man. Yeah. No. He's a, he's a he's a he's a a, a running jumping guy's greatest dream. That's a live threat, a live threat, best friend. Yeah, and he has no fear of turning the ball over. So, but for mm -hmm. him, just his, just his, the way he approached the game on both sides of the ball. Like me and JK never talked about it from day one. Like, I'm, uh, well, we never talked about how we was going to play. You know, but me growing up in Dallas and being drafted there, I was like, man, JK, nice. Seeing him as right. a and when co rookie of the year, him and Grant. You know, seeing that, seeing it firsthand, then seeing him how he, how he was in Phoenix and then, like, I remember where I was when we heard the news that he got traded. You know what I'm saying? Right. I remember where I, I was at the Rucker that day. They like, man, Steph got traded. I'm like, for who? They like, man, Steph, <laughs> like Steph for J. Kidd, straight up. Man, I, woo, hey, now. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, I like Steph, but Steph wasn't J. Kidd. Yeah, a lot you know, of people ain't J. Kidd. J. Kidd is one of the, yeah. one of the, what you call a point guard, you know what I mean? Yeah, he, I'm saying like I was watching player. clips earlier, man. We got a steal or something. It was a block, and I was on one wing run. I was on the right. Care was on the left, and we got out the block so fast, man. And J. Kidd, he makes the game like he put the ball to where you ain't got to do number. Shoot it, score, dunk it, whatever, wherever you get the ball, he gonna put the ball in position for you to. I'm saying to be successful, and he did that for me a lot. I'm saying like put mm. the ball. All I got to do is. Just one move, one play. I ain't got to think about it. Just go. You know what I'm saying. So he made the job. He made my job easy. How how vocal was he? Like in timeouts and stuff like that. Was he very a vocal guy? Because he he seemed pretty quiet. Like he's quiet. Like, yeah. He play by example. He lead by example. Okay. Mm. If he have to point some things out during it, he will. Mm. But for the most part, he just lead by example. Man, he play hard on both sides of the ball. Um, he engaged. So so you forced to play mm. that way. And I was the same way. So so it was like everybody else bought into that. You know, I was in my second mm. year. I was in my second year when J Kid came. What, what, what do you think his season vet? What do you think his value would be if he was playing nowadays? Because there's not a lot of guards 
that are like him nowadays. Most guards are more score heavy. You have a few assists, you know, guys that, you know, can do a little bit of both, but there's not many guys, triple threat guys like him. There's yeah, not a, so what would be his value? Honest to God, truth, man. In this NBA? Yeah. Wide open. He might average 15 assists a game, maybe. He could do that, but J.K. will probably struggle because he couldn't shoot coming in. Right. He got better as he got older. He got better as he got older. He couldn't shoot, so it, it might be a struggle in, in, <laughs> to, in, to a certain degree. You know what I'm saying? Because J.K. Right. Mm-hmm. No cra- didn't have no crazy handle. He wasn't Kyrie or Kimba or none of them mm. guys. J.K. Mm. didn't have no crazy handle. The kid That's just true. went by you. Put, put I'm his about say he was fast, though. When he <laughs> put his body on you, he was fast. And he put his body on you and run by you. He was yes, strong. Sir. He's 6'4". Put his body on you and run by you. And it, like, it, it wasn't no in and out crawl, like none of that to get by you. None of that. Right. He was making one move by you, and that's what it was. I'm saying if he running at you, he had in and out cross, but that's downhill. Nothing in the half court. We boom, boom, boom. They don't get his thing off and then go make a play. He wasn't none of that. So in the, in the running aspect of it, yeah, you'd be great. But in this NBA, like, like I told you the other day, Chris, I couldn't play in this NBA. Right. Like y'all in there shooting same hand, same leg. I, I, right. I ain't got that. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't hey, hey, never had that. Hey, listen, so don't, don't, don't so search yourself, myself, Kmart. Yeah, I put myself you, in the same boat with your kid. I might not fine. make it. But nah, you, hey, nah, you, both of y'all would have been just fine. Yeah, it's the only thing I think with Jay Kidd's situation probably would have been he was have to find a coach that loved him for him. That's yeah. about it. Other yeah. than that, he would have got the same opportunity. He would have been great. Period. Absolutely, and you and you as well. You would have been bro, because the, the pick and roll. Yes, the pick, pick and roll, roll with a shooter with a shooter on the weak side, and you roll into the basket. It's oh, no other big, hey, no other big out there. Look, it's Iverson, Clint Capella, man, just sit at home and just drool like <laughs> <laughs> he gets top so. dollar, man. Like I can do yeah. that. I can do that. Like right now. Like right now. <laughs> right now. Today. Give me three months to get in shape I, right now. <laughs> That's you know a fact, saying? bro. At, at, at yes, 42, sir. you know what I'm saying? But, nah, man, it's, I see the game, and I'm just like, wow, it's, it's, man, it's evolved. But, yeah, I mean, I think I could have played in this league just how, how I played the game, running, defending, being able to guard multiple positions. Um, but I don't think my attitude would have let me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Guys might have been a little bit fearful of you during this league. You know, it's not a lot of – it's not a lot I of like high it. intensity yeah, guys, but, but you been, need he that. Good, he would have been a good, good vet to have on the teams because these kids need. Absolutely. You'd have been like you'd have been like the UD factor in Miami. Right. He you know he hold everybody accountable down there. Yeah. You know what I mean? Young and new. And my last year in Milwaukee. My last year in Milwaukee was that way. I'm saying yeah. Giannis was young. Chris Middleton was young. Yep. Um, that's how it was. Them guys really looked up to me, but I had to really put my foot down in certain situations. Absolutely. So no, I, no, I get it. Yo, can we, can you, can we, go, ahead. go ahead, go ahead, Jay. Uh, I was I was gonna ask you about the 2002 finals. You know, yeah. playing against yeah. Shaq and, and Cole. You know, during that time. Yeah. You know, how was it? I know it was a dog fight in that because you know you guys had some guys to your team too: Richard Jefferson, Kerry Kittles, you, Jason Kidd. Can you just talk about like on the court stuff that you like the battles that you used to have with with the Lake Show? Yeah, well, that's what you want to call it. Hey, Shaq averaged 35 and 15, man. 
Damn. <laughs> four like, games in the finals. And four games in the finals, there was like 35 and 15. The diesel. So Kobe was Kobe. But right. having to deal with Shaq in 2002, good luck to anybody. <laughs> good, good, good luck to anybody. Good luck to anybody. Because <laughs> right. you know, we had a decision to make whether you was going to double team him or try to play him straight up. Right. And we didn't, like, we had Tom McCullough didn't have a chance. <laughs> no, this. Like, like even like, Facts. But, like, even, like, fronting the post, some, like, what was the game plan? He too, he too How you going to front bro. him? How you going to front him? With the backside help. Yeah. I'm saying, you know, you, if he catches yeah. it, bro, it's a problem. If you're going one-on-one. Yeah. On one. yeah, but yeah. ain't nobody in the, I mean, it, it ain't then you. Kobe on the other, don't forget, don't forget Rick Fox and Kobe on the other side. So if you front with the help side, you're gonna skip it to, to Kobe over there. And then you got him, you got Rick Fox knocking down shorts, you got Robert Ory knocking down shots, you got Devin George knocking down shots. Yeah. I'm saying Derek Fisher ain't I'm saying so we got to know he's gonna so knock it down. So, so we got a decision to make. So if you play him straight up, he's gonna score. You double, you kicking that, they swing, swing, they're getting wide open shots in the corner. So what do we Good do? Luck. Right. So we <laughs> You go out there and compete, and you shake their hand, K-Mark. That's all you can do. But I'm saying we competed. Like, right. each, game, each game for myself individually got better. But mm-hmm. as a team, like, we was just outmatched with Shaq. You know what I'm saying? Like, we, but, but, Kenya, a lot of hands. people don't understand how unique it is to guard Shaq. Talk, yeah, talk, yeah. talk to them about the uniqueness. They just said, oh, Shaq was built. No, Shaq was skilled. Yeah, and can move. Yeah. <laughs> so there's, there, there's a clip of him on David Robinson when he's – Opened up, went baseline, spun, came back up and under, and hook dunked that joint on David Robinson. I'm saying, like, he still had all that, but he was a great, willing passer. Footwork was great for him to be that big, and he was he was an animal. He, I'm saying, yeah. he, he wanted he wanted to destroy you. It was Shaq, so, man. So with that in itself, made a major problem. Right. <laughs> like, no, no, no. So we're in the finals, right? He running down the middle of the floor. Keith Van Horn, the first big back. Keith Van Horn act like he don't see him. Ah! <laughs> do it one time, I don't say nothing. Second time, Shaq running down, Keith do it again. Shaq dunk it. There's a timeout. I lose it. <laughs> man, my, talking about my bad. Man, you say my bad one more time, man. It's going to it's going down. <laughs> yes, right here, man. Like, I, I know you can't guard, can't nobody guard him, but you at least got to try it all. Facts. Right. Got to try, man. Wrap him up, tackle him, shoot him low. Something I don't <laughs> know, man, but get in the way. Absolutely. Mm. That, Lake, that Lake Show team is one of the best of all time, too. That, yeah, nah, yeah, they, that they, Lake they, Show they, team was tough. They, comp- they complemented each other. Absolutely. And by 2002, Kobe had arrived as that elite, elite guy. By 2002, yeah. he was like the top perimeter player. Him and T-Mac was like the top perimeter players in the league by that point. I'm with you. They both, yeah. Cobra's a problem that I I spent my fair share on him. Trust me. Like, <laughs> I was watching absolutely. the clip yesterday. My son sent me a clip yesterday of somebody broke down like a few possessions of me versus Kobe defensively. Like only one time it was a precinct game. We could pin me with the pump fake. He went pump fake, pump fake, and I jumped for the second one. He spun mm-hmm. out, shot it. But most of the time when I played him, man, he made tough shots. He was a right. tough shot taker and a tough shot maker. Um, absolutely. But he bought the best out of me each and every time they saw me. And, uh, and vice versa, because he knew if he yeah. didn't, then he knew what it was going to be. Uh, <laughs> See, Kenya, you was, Kenya was a versatile defender, bro. Right. And that's you why they, they're saying that you would dominate. You, you would be super 
effective as a player in this league. Yeah, because everything's about switching. Have a big man that can switch and then have a mismatch on the side. Yeah, you'd be valuable, bro. No Super valuable. No question. I mean, Draymond Green's in the league, you know. Yeah, I took I took each matchup personal, no matter who it was. Each and every time we step on the floor, whether it was a guy with a name or not, I'm saying I right. took each matchup personal. Right. So uh, if a guy scored on me, I hated it. I understood you wouldn't go stop everybody, but I took it personal, dog, like e- each possession. And then with Kobe, you had to or he was going to embarrass you. <laughs> <laughs> no Bro, you're, making, you're making Jordan so happy over there. Bro, uh, <laughs> listen, man. We talk about MJ at least 100% of the time, man, for sure. Hey, what day is it? What day is it? I want you to let me know. I want you to say it, Jordan. What day is it? It's Michael Jordan Monday. Okay. Okay. <laughs> it's cool, Maybe. but... Goat talk no. Monday, huh? Absolutely. <laughs> you see the difference, Jordan? How what he just said and how, how you just said it. You see the difference? <laughs> <laughs> hey, Kmart, we get on. Kmart, we gotta get we get on him every Monday. Hey, Chris, don't we? Every Monday, man, we gotta get this guy. Gotta get him going. So, so what is the issue? I, I don't know what the issue is, man. Listen, I don't the, know. The, the, here's the issue. Here's the Kmart. issue, Jordan. What's the issue? Because I think I know what the issue is. Because he think we don't give respect think, to Kobe. I think, I think Michael is the greatest of all time. Uh-huh. I know that. The issue that I have is that they put Jordan in this other stratosphere and then Kobe, Braun, and them are still on earth. I think that they're close, but they think it's not even close. That's my issue. It's not close. No. <laughs> <laughs> like, this, like, like, and I'm the biggest Kobe supporter. Like, because I... He earned my respect from day one, man. Like, I'm a biggest Kobe supporter. Mike changed the whole landscape of this thing, man. Mm. Yeah, man. On the court and mm. off for expectations. Mm. This is this is pre-internet. Right. <laughs> this is yeah. this is before any of this. Like he was right. a global brand with no social media. With no social media, a worldwide brand with what he did on the floor. Right. Nothing else, nothing, nothing more, nothing less for what he did on the floor. He couldn't go anywhere. Like they used to shut the mall down so this man can go shopping. That's a fact. That's a fact. Movie theater so he can go take his kids to a movie. Sound like Michael Jackson to me. (laughs) <laughs> like I'm just like taking nothing. Like them other dudes, they've they've benefited from what what we in now, the climate of social media and other things. Even Kobe earned a lot of his stripes pre all of this stuff. Absolutely, but Brian doing his thing by yeah, but, by using it to his advantage. Yeah, of course. But Mike exactly. There's not too many play. I'm ain't too many places you can go in in, in the world. Where you show somebody that logo, and they don't know what it mean. And right. they don't know what it mean, huh? That's true. <laughs> Can't speak the fact. language, but you show them that logo. They you know what know. that means for sure. <laughs> they know what that logo means. They might just do the basketball illustration. They might. They, they don't know, but they know that 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 logo has something to do with the game of basketball. Yeah, that's a fact. Okay, I'll give you that. Okay, so, but now, so with that said, though, Kobe, we bro, I grew up in L.A. You know, Kobe is Kobe. Like yes. 
they don't change how we feel about them. It's just, you know, unfortunately, Chris, that's Chris, the Chris explain, the explain to him. Explain to him what we say. <laughs> so, so this, this is what we say, Kenyon, right? Like, you broke it like, down perfect, Co- by the way, Kmart. You, it was unbelievable. <laughs> we said Kobe is the human version of Michael. Give <laughs> you that. They say Mike, Mike is then just. When, uh, Mike James said that. We all sat there for like 10 seconds. Yeah, like, yeah Mike James, like, you know. You Mike know, James Mike was James. like, when he said that, we was like, you know what? You're right. That's it. He's right. like, it fits. Yes. It fits. It's accurate. It's an accurate statement. Absolutely. It's an accurate statement, bro. 100%. That's crazy. And then who was, we were talking to, uh, who were we talking to? Oh, Phil. And he was like, you asked Kobe. Kobe yeah. is Kobe because of Jordan. He yeah. said, "This all happened because of Jordan. Like it's, yes. it's, it is what it is. It's, it's, the way the the way the man walk, right? God rest his soul. <laughs> right. The way the, the way the man walk and chew gum and you just look at it. It, it, it was him. Yeah. Like he studied that man to a T on and off the floor. Yeah, and absolutely. You, and why wouldn't you all study that? The man won six championships. The man's the That's greatest player of all time. Why wouldn't you want to implement implement that into you? You know what I'm saying?" Like mm-hmm. I just, on a smaller scale, I don't know why nobody ain't tried to do the sky hook ever again. Exactly. Hey, hey K. Mark, now you talking. The, the now you talking. Now you talking. The, the, the single most stop, unstoppable move in the game in the history of the game. But K. Mark, I feel like only a superstar can do that because if someone does that now, they're going to be considered as soft if they're missing it. Like you got to shoot that. No, you got to make it. You got to make it. You got to work at it. You got to work at it. So let me so let me ask you this. So just take a guy like DeAndre Jordan. Yeah. Yes. You don't think he could benefit from? Yes. I do, but if he if he does it two possessions and he misses it, then people like ah. Okay, but okay, Jordan, Jordan, Jordan. But think about this though. We go. You got to think about this. If I go into a basketball game, I just I'm a rookie on the team. If I go in there and shoot a three ball, I, sh- I miss two in a row. What's gonna happen? It's the same. I come out this game. You, yeah, you gotta keep your. your, your <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Your mental is I'm gonna do what I'm gonna do. If I work at it, I'm gonna go do it. If it works for you, it, you know, next time try again. It, you know, you can't have that mentality playing because if you have that mentality, you are gonna be on the bench all your life. Like, oh well. Right. The, the problem I, I'm is afraid though, the, to do this. Yep. The problem is though, you gotta teach it. Yeah, right. you gotta, you gotta have, have somebody, somebody that can teach, teach the that. Side but the group. guys gotta study the game. Yeah, you gotta go and study go the game exactly. You're right because hey, a lot of stuff since, I learned, I just mimicked it. Yeah, but since learned, nobody doing mimicked. that, you gotta go study. The, you gotta go watch some film on that because nobody doing it. So you gotta go watch. <laughs> go watch a film. You listen. Okay, you got his shoulder here. You got this. Reach over out to him. The man's still alive. That too. Exactly. Right. What's true? Exactly. And, and I'm, I'm pretty sure he'll teach it. If you reached out to him, like, listen, man, I just need a few pointers. He'll be hyped about it. You got this thing off every time. How you scored thirty eight thousand? <laughs> Say that one more time. How much did he score? Thirty eight thousand with no three point shots. Jordan, we just said it. <laughs> Jordan, we just three hey. free throws, dunks, yo, sky hooks. Thirty eight thousand. Thirty eight thousand, bro. <laughs> Phil Handy was talking about that. We had a trainer on, and he was just talking about, you know, working on your game. Having the skill set and keeping it simple, he was very he was very simple. He he found something that worked and he dominated that skill set. And it was all about over, over and over. It's like shooting a jump shot. It's like shooting threes, right. corner threes. It's the same, same thing. thing. It's the, it's same, the same, same thing. Repetition becomes habit, man. Like the more you do Can, it, you go. Kenya, yeah, I'm glad you said this because Jordan, me and Norris had a debate with Jordan. I was like, <laughs> <laughs> he is the all-time leading scorer for a. Reason. Reasons. 
is for a reason. And it doesn't matter who you put and what era you put him in. He will get that shot off on anybody. And on anybody. I'm just I'm too young, like because you know, I see the old Lakers cream, and that doesn't do him justice. I need to see the earlier cream, the early '80s cream. I only see the older. What, clip. bro? That 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 don't change with his. That don't change the thirty-eight thousand and the sky hook that you can't touch. I mean, I compare him to Shaq, and I'm like, bro, I don't think that he could guard Shaq, bro. And to me, I feel like Shaq Shaq's couldn't guard him. Yeah, nobody and Shaq, yeah. Couldn't, and guard Shaq him. couldn't guard him. Nobody, nobody guarded him. He was it's turning over one shoulder. Listen, this guy's like. Left shoulder. He wasn't going right hand, left hand. No, he left shoulder, man. That's it. For, for 14 feet in, 15 feet in, it was, it was good. good. Left shoulder, one, two, top of that thing, huh? Hold it. <laughs> His range on it was impressive, bro. And listen, he was going to make the free throws when he go to the free throw line. Man, listen, <laughs> there's plenty of guys that I didn't see that could have benefited from having somebody around tell him, like, listen, dog, you going it's to It's crazy nobody tried. This. Go do this. That's unbelievable, bro. Like, think Man. about it. Nobody ever tried. Because it ain't cute. It ain't pretty. It's no style. Right. I think it, exactly. I mean, no style I think, points to it. I think it's kind of pretty, you ask me. <laughs> Every time that you play horse, shot. who's trying to throw a hook shot? So everybody trying to throw Like that thing. Come on, man. I thought it was yeah. pretty. But. Hey, to all y'all young ballers out there, Kmart just gave some of y'all some advice. He gave y'all free game. No, 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 no. Reach oh. out, reach out to Kareem Abdul Jabbar. Oh, yeah. To any, to right. any post player, Listen, any post player, reach out to him while he while he's still around. I'm telling you. Like yeah, a guy sure. like Andre Drummond. Come on, Andre Drummond. Oh. You wouldn't benefit it from you can't touch it. Come on. You can't man. touch it, bro. Like, but they'd rather go out and do the sham god. Like that's no, that ain't that's, it. That's all. They'd rather sham god that thing. <laughs> <laughs> Ken, so so let's jump into Denver. Yeah. And at Denver, you had a teammate, Melo. What was that team in Denver? Wait, not just Melo. I, I didn't even Mello. name them all. That was headband Braves, Braves Melo. That, <laughs> that was. Was JR Mello. on that team also? Yeah. At yeah. one point. And, uh, and, and AI. 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 And AI. Speaking AI of JR, you almost had an incident. You was going, you, uh, oh, you and man. JR. Hey. <laughs> Speaking <laughs> of that, hey, Mark, don't play with the games now. When he say don't do it, that's just what he means. Yeah, don't <laughs> do it. Yeah, it was. Talk about that. Talk about that situation, K Mark. JR putting, putting ball boys up this task, man, that was going, <laughs> that was putting both of their lives at harm's way. <laughs> <laughs> like it was April Fools, man, but they just took it a little too far. Man. <laughs> I didn't like, get it. <laughs> and everybody in the organization was like, "Why him?" Yeah, like, like, like why? <laughs> All the people you could have did this to, like, why him? Like, <laughs> oh, listen, man, I I wanted listen. I was going over JR house, man. Like they talked me off the ledge, dog. Like shit, I was going over his house, kick the front door in, dog. Like I was, I was, I was hot. Like they, they, you know it's bad when the owner call you. All right, <laughs> seriously, you know it's the, yeah. The big boss had to call down. <laughs> like, hey, when, yes, when the man say I ain't bluffing, I guess that's what a man mean, huh? Yeah, nah, I wasn't. I wanted Jr. Scout, but I told the dude who he put it up to, he wasn't allowed to come in the gym no more. I bet not see you in the arena at a game. <laughs> he lost. The me. man lost his job. He lost his. You see, me, you, you see me in Denver anywhere, restaurant, club, you better leave. Exactly. <laughs> they told me I can't do nothing. They asked me not to do nothing to JR. They begged me. And they, oh, my I, God. I, told them I couldn't do nothing to JR because he was on my team. But you, 
<laughs> hey, Mar, what they do, Kay? He couldn't watch the Denver game. Let the people, let the people, know, what they, let the people know what happened for April Fools, man. Let them know what happened, man. He couldn't watch so, the Denver game ever, bro. That's crazy. So I, so I April Fools a few guys on the team. You know what I'm saying? I put the, you know, y'all been around. So I put the names on the board of guys who do their thing. I'm saying the man come, the piss man come. So I April Fools guys. Mm-hmm. So everybody, they hype. Guys, I put a few guys on there that I know don't do nothing. Guys, they mess around. So guys come in, they hype. Oh, yeah, the man here. Now, ooh, ooh, go get to do our thing. Hey, now. I'm like, <laughs> no, 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 they ain't shoot around drinking. The water. They drunk 10 waters. Gatorades. They, oh, they hydrating crazy. We get out of shoot around. I told the trainer racing nothing right. April Fool's on the board. Oh, they pissed. They hot. Oh, they oh, living. Yeah, that's no, no. That's an April Fool's joke. Yeah, that's 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 no hard, no foul on that one. So, right. You know, I, I I leave my car key and my stuff on my seat in my locker mm-hmm. during the game. There's one game I don't play for whatever reason. I ain't play the game, so I got on the suit. I still put my stuff on my my seat. Go out watch the game. I'm the first one out the gym because I didn't play. I'm the first one to the car. Oh, I, I remember that. I get to the car. I hit the alarm. It don't unlock. I know I locked my car. <laughs> I open the door, but the popcorn spill out. Boom! I remember this. <laughs> oh, oh. How, how, and it had, it had butter on it. You was hot. Bro, I remember. That, but I've never. Range Rover, white interior. Oh damn! Oh. Oh. I'm, I'm, with you, I'm, <laughs> with I'm with you, Mark. I'm with you, I'm with you. So don't play with Listen, me. <laughs> I leave. I leave the car door open. I leave everything. I leave, I walk in the gym. I'm taking my jacket off. <laughs> suit shirt I go put on some tennis shoes I go back in there and who had access to the locker room I need the tape I, the security dude by the door I'm on a rampage in there oh. don't nobody know what happened I'm cussing up a storm trust me when I find out who it is I'm putting my hands on them <laughs> so listen, there's a camera right above the locker room door. Y'all know who was in and out of here during the game. Absolutely. I need the foot. I need the footage. By the time I get home, I need to know who was in here. I live five minutes away. I need the footage. I need to know who was in here. By the time I get home, they Kenyon, it was Laquan, it was but he, they pull him to the side. Oh, he spilled the beans right away. JR put me up to it. <laughs> 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 He told, hey, he told right off the off, rip. Off top. <laughs> off the muscle. So now my next question is, what's JR address? <laughs> you oh, took it right there? Oh. What's his address? Oh. oh, can you, can man, what's the man address, dog? <laughs> everybody calling. I'm, I'm ignoring everybody. Cronky call. Ignore. Gotta pick, I got to pick this up, man. He called once I ignored it. He called back. I got to answer now. Keys, please, Kenya, don't do this. I and mean, don't do what you're thinking because they'd already known what I was on. I was, I told them what I was going to do. Whoever called, I told them. <laughs> on my way over there, I'm, listen, ain't no questions being asked, man. So they paid to get my car reupholstered. So they took it out right. of JR check. They, yeah, I'm saying they paid to get my car reupholstered and all that. But yeah, JR and Laquan was playing with their life that day. <laughs> like, hey. you know, was, but everybody hey. like, yo, why him though, Jr. Like they was like, like, why him? 
Yeah, you gotta okay? know. Are you okay now? Are you okay? Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm good, man. I'm, 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 I'm <laughs> it was a car. I was, I was living at the time. Uh, it didn't. After I thought about it and I calmed down, I, I let it go. But that night and the next couple of days, nah, I wanted. Yeah, right. It was. <laughs> people couldn't say popcorn around me. <laughs> like, like you fix like what do you say like? Uh, 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 so Martin. I'm saying, what did tell Martin and Friday? You, you look like you finna you, say watch. I'm gonna I'm just dive on. You say little <laughs> clock or some shit. Like you can't even say popcorn. You say chips or, or, or puff something. You can't even say popcorn around here. Oh, that's funny. Oh, man. Nah, <laughs> nah, yeah, man. Don't play those fun, jokes man. on Kmart. <laughs> no, nah, I'm, I'm fine and to a certain degree. Like we can joke and do certain things to a certain degree. But when you cross, you start messing with personal property and stuff I didn't spend my money on. We got an issue, dog. So yeah, some people gotta some people gotta know it's certain people you could do that with certain people you you know, like bro, he he didn't he must didn't talk to nobody. Because <laughs> yeah, somebody would have like been a vet. You he never get young. to a vet ever. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. He the, was the might get that. You, I haven't heard of a vet getting this joint I, popcorn. Yeah, I never seen it. That alone, I think, would have had me hot. Like, yo, hold on, dog. You haven't respected and, me enough. Yeah, like, then me and, and but just me. You, you, yeah, you know you, my track record around here. <laughs> you know what I like you know my track record. You know I I'm not afraid to put my hands on nobody around here. Nobody. Anybody can get it, man. Like I wouldn't like so but no, we, we there that was incident, man. But overall, man, we had we had fun in Denver, man. Like every year we had nice group of guys, man. A lot of talent. Um talent. But not we were just accumulating talent and not putting a team together. Mm. Okay. Talk, let's well, talk about felt, that, what though. What you felt like you were missing? What you felt your team was missing when you say you didn't feel like they put a complete team together? I think we were just, because guys that had a name and they'd been around and they was available, they were just getting them. Mm. Like, we had just... just Chauncey was your point guard, right? No, that was late. That's when we made it to the Western Conference Finals. Oh, okay. So before that, and before that, we had... I liked Andre Miller. He was an underrated point guard. We nice. Trey, Earl Boykins at the... Earl Watson... Um, Anthony Carter. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's three. That's, that's four, four guards that don't even seem like they mess. Then we had Jr. Then, then Jr. Then Lennis Clazer, and then Sean Leonard, and those are the twos. And then you had Melo, and then Lennis Clazer played some three. And then Rodney White was early. And then you had the bigs. You had myself, Nene, Marcus Canby, Francisco Bells. Mm. And you bring in Eddie Nahara, and we bring in Reggie Evans, and it was just crazy, crazy mixture. Crazy, yeah, guys. I'm saying so. We didn't, yeah. you know, Demar Johnson one year, and then we had Cuba Diawara. Then it, it was just we wasn't guys that would come to training camp who I thought would fit what we was trying to do. They're cut. Mm. Mm. We signed somebody else. Then we had Greg. It was just Greg Buckner at one point. Man, we just had we just putting pieces together. Of, Guys who have been around and not guys that jail together. I'm gonna be honest. Watching y'all play though, it was always fun watching y'all play out in Denver. And y'all, I remember when I got to the league, just like how I used to watch on TV. Nobody wanted to play y'all on a back to back. Nobody wants to play in the Mount on a back to back. Y'all was very. I don't know what it was when y'all games against back to back, but y'all was very entertaining to watch at home. Oh no, teams that you coming in there on that second night, man. That that I'm saying the altitude for altitude one. Altitude put you down. And then we Fast. knew it, so yeah, we used to try to use that to the best of our ability, man. Um, but we didn't like I love I love Melo, I love AI, I love JR, I love 
wouldn't have worked. I'm saying like the Melo and AI need the ball too much. I love them to death as friends. I, I they two killers. AI pound for pound, best to do it. Melo arguably one of the best scores this league has ever seen. Mm-hmm. Um, but there's only one ball, and when you got when you when you have guys that's volume shooters, which Jr. could be a volume shooter to get it going. You know, Melo right. got is a volume shooter. AI is a volume shooter. Um, you're trying to run plays for Nene. You're trying to run plays for myself. You're trying. So and you just know big was, shot, big shot too. You know, but, he had a natural. Yeah, but 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 Chauncey balances when they made the trade for Absolutely. Chauncey for AI. I'm saying they traded Chauncey for AI. Right. So mm-hmm. when Chauncey came, Chauncey balanced all of that. Absolutely. He knew he like, Melo. Yeah, Melo's our primary score. We all knew that. We knew Melo's gonna get his shots. So during the first three quarters, Melo would get a few here and there, but Chauncey was making sure that everybody was involved the first three quarters. Mm-hmm. And include himself because he needed to get his shots as well. But the fourth quarter, all right, here you go, 15. Take us home. Mm-hmm. So it was more team camaraderie when uh, when Big Shot came over to the team. That and holding like just little little things like making Melo run and get ahead of the ball. Like Melo in the backcourt, not throwing Melo the ball. Making Melo get ahead of the ball. I'm saying little, just mm-hmm. little things that you wouldn't think that made a difference instead of letting Melo bring it up because he might not get off of it. Right. So that's in the, now there's no rhythm. Ain't nobody else touching it. I mean, now in the fourth quarter, here you go, young, and go do your thing. Chauncey was Chauncey was seasoned too because you know of of where his background coming from. He was yeah. super seasoned, and he was he was he's, he's from, from there, Colorado. I right. think is he from Colorado? Yeah, he's from, yeah. so, from Denver. He's from I Denver. He's from Denver. Yep. From Denver. With, from Park Ave. <laughs> did he have? Did he win? He won with Detroit before he got to Denver, right? Yeah, yeah. He won the championship so he, finals, MVP, like all that, but like in Detroit before he came back. You know what I'm saying? So, so yeah, he he was seasoned. So I think that that veteran leadership that you talked about allowed for you to be able to manage. Yeah, and there's a respect yourself. aspect. Yeah, and there's a respect aspect there with with Melo. You know what I'm saying? With Melo respect John's. Respect Chauncey's resume before he got there, right? And then we Absolutely. all did. And we just buy into to that team thing where we all in this together. We all gonna be involved. We all gonna get shots, and we gonna win. And there's no doubt in my mind that we we played the Lakers that year tougher than anybody. And if we don't throw the ball twice when we're out of bounds plays, it's us That's in the true. Final, us in the finals beating the hell out of Orlando, not them. That's true. That's people true. People forget about that. Well, y'all were one or two plays away. Yeah, we, we threw the ball away twice on out of bounds plays because we, mm. didn't, we didn't work on that stuff and they knew it and they just took that away because we just going to zip a mellow up, try to get mellow a catch. Detail of the game. Came back to bite. Yeah, yeah definitely. Definitely. So before we wrap up, we got to talk about KJ, man. Um, so yeah, we got to talk yeah. about – We have to because, sure. you, know, you know, I look at the Sierra Canyon team, but honestly, if it wasn't for KJ – and, you know, Cassius Stanley, I don't think Sierra Canyon would have had the same type of blow-up that they did. You guys actually changed kind of the face of that that school. You know, I know Marvin Bagley went there, but when KJ and Cassius Stanley got there, bro, it changed the face of high school basketball, in my opinion, especially for Sierra Canyon. You just talk about, you know, just his, his growth, too, that he's had from there to IMG. Yeah, from from KJ and Cassius playing against each other as sophomores. Um mm-hmm. Cash is at Harvard Westlake and KJ at Chaminade. Mm-hmm. Uh, it just came KJ together organically. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? It just came, 
Yeah, it's, uh, his sophomore year. I did not know that. Yeah. Right. So his wild. sophomore year he went to Chaminade. So it just came together, man. We were looking for a new school. Um, the crazy thing is we played against KJ's fifth high school game ever. We played against Sierra Canyon. He played against Sierra Canyon, Marvin now. Mm-hmm. He did well, but Marvin did his thing, got in foul trouble and all this. And it just came together that that's where we ended up the next year and Cassius came in. And, and they just – it just happened. I'm saying little Scotty came in. Then Dwayne came in from Michigan, mm-hmm. transferred. So they put together a decent team. Mm-hmm. But Marvin and them had a lot of talent. They didn't win nothing. Mm-hmm. I'm saying they had all that talent. They didn't make it out of their region. Mm-hmm. Right. For whatever reason. And then, but KJ and them came in, man. They had a lot of tough battles that junior year that, that molded them getting ready for the senior year. But the run they put together, man, and, 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 and to see all of their development, but to see my son, to see KJ's development from where he came from, not playing as a freshman, um, to sophomore year, playing at a school that was less, probably wasn't as, as known as the rest of the schools, but for him to, to, to have that vision and that desire to want to be better and want to get better. And he put the time in. Um, I put a saddle on him and I rode the hell out of him. But it's his work ethic and his desire and his want to want to play at the highest level. And I've seen, I've seen a lot of growth, man, in a lot of different players. But this three or four year span that he's been on is, is nothing sort of amazing. Um, and if I wasn't his father and was just a fan of basketball, I'd be saying the same thing. You know, when it comes to this game, I'm, I'm honest to a fault. But I'm going to tell you exactly what it is. If I don't think you could do it, I'm going to tell you. Right. But, yeah. but, but for, for KJ to be undervalued um, in, in high school basketball and the recruitment process and all of that, you know, that, that made him want it even more. Nowhere near where it's going to get to. Uh, and that's just the hard work that he's put in, man. And I'm excited for him. I'm excited for any team that get him coming up. I'm excited for the process. I got a question for you. As an NBA veteran um, who had a lot of success in the game of basketball, how do you how do you like work with your son or give him advice? Do you do you shower it all on him, or do you kind of let him come to you with the questions, or a little bit of both? It's both. Early on, it was me pouring in, pouring it in. Because he wouldn't ask questions. He'd just sit there. Like, I thought something was wrong with him. Like, I thought, like, he was, something was wrong with his head. I was like, yo, did we drop you? Like, what's, like, what is it, dog? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, boy, like, you, what you, what you wearing on me? No, but right. it was me early on, man. Like, he's always loved basketball. He's been around his, his whole life. He's always loved it. He's always been around it. But early on, like when he was his early teens, is me just constantly talking to him, constantly, 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 basketball terms. Basketball terms and competing and playing the right way and body language and just constant, 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 constant. Now that he's starting to get older when he's 16, 17, and now you start asking questions. Mm. I know so that made I'm, you happier when he did that. Yeah, yeah. So now I can give him even more because I got, I'm saying that I've been around the game forever. I started playing basketball when I was 10 and NBA 15 years, four years in college. So there's not too many basketball situations, circumstances that I haven't been in. Exactly. So now we sit there and he just asks, and now he's 19 and he's asked question after question. How was it was to guard this guy? What was the locker room? Like, how did you go about this? How does that, just all the stuff that he needs. And I'm able to give it to him. Like, and he's absorbing it. But now it's a great feeling, Norris. Like, it's a great, it's a great feeling for me to, had been there and to be able to give it back to him. 
That's dope, bro. That is. That's pretty cool. I can yeah. tell I can tell how excited you are when you start talking. When I asked that question. Yeah. That's pretty dope, bro. Yeah, because like I've always wondered, man. Like, I'm not the first guy that come through that had a boy that was talented. Right. Right. Or that or, or, or that could play. And you can count how many guys that had sons that made it, that, that's played in the league. So it wasn't like I wanted like baseball, you you, you heard about it a lot. Right. Football, you hear about the Exactly. You know what I'm saying so. My thing is, why not basketball? Like I've always wondered that. Like, why Michael Jordan got two boys? Like, you, Albert don't fall too far from the tree when it comes to athleticism. And other guys <laughs> have had boys, and I'm wondering like why. And, and we all know the 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 main reason. They grew up different. They grew up with a silver to, spoon. Yeah. I'm, about to, I'm about to say. I'm about to say. They grew up with a silver spoon in their mouth. You know I'm saying they grew up in the suburbs. They grew up. They ain't miss no meals. They ain't never came home. The lights was off. Like they don't know none of that. They don't know what it is. I'm saying the struggle. So I had to figure out what is it? What is it? And I think it's being honest with your child, showing them tough love, not, not babying them when they get tough, and pushing them. Keep pushing them. Keep pushing them. Keep pushing them. And if it's not meant to be, it's not meant to be. Right. But you put the time in. You put the effort in. And if you – so that was my thing. I think a lot of us as athletes and as former, former athletes – we don't put that same desire or determination into our kids mm, for whatever reason. I'm saying for whatever you, reason. But you, and you know what, King? This is a, this is where I've always been on the fence with, as a father. And and you know, you always we as fathers we try to raise our sons to be men and to be able to be someone that can can have work at the commitment but a lot of times people are totally afraid when their kids say that they're in to push them to the max and every i haven't met nobody ever that don't want to be maxed out whether they say it or not because they don't know what it's like so as a father i'm always like Man, you gotta push him. If I don't push him, who else is gonna push him? Yeah, or and create a circumstance of, of, of creative circumstances to where if you don't want to be the bad guy, put him in an environment to where you can, like, if you have uncles or you might have uh, other yeah. athlete buddies, you know. Yeah, it takes like a village. Uncle Drew or Uncle Ken. It takes a village. Yeah, yep. Yeah. My father village, did man. that. My father didn't want to. He didn't want to coach me because I couldn't separate coach and dad like he could. So yeah. once I got to a certain age, I didn't know it until I got grown. But he put my uncles and a couple guys from my city, and they, they was always around. They was always talking to me, giving me advice. And when I got older, my uncle said, you ever noticed why your dad stopped coaching you? I said, no. He said, because he didn't want to be the one giving you that type of – he wanted to raise you the tough love in the house. But as far yeah. as pushing you athletically, he didn't want to have to do that. So he put us – I had uncles and cousins that used to – just like you said, pour it into me all the time, all the time, all the time, yeah. all the time. You know, so like if I, you don't want to be that guy, you can you can make a village around him. Yeah, like I, mm. I know I couldn't coach KJ. Like, like I, I knew that. So I wouldn't go put him in that situation nor myself. Exactly. So, and then when I let other people do it, I tell you from day one, this is what we expect. I bring <laughs> right. him to you, like I told Chris, if I bring him to you, I want you to coach him. I want you to help him be, be hard on him because that's the way I am. Like I don't sugarcoat it for him. Right. Oh, I give him the good. I'm his biggest supporter, and I'm his biggest critic. 
And we need that as black men, period, though. Yeah, we you do. Know, this, world, life, this world ain't easy, for, especially for us. In life, you know what I'm saying? Like, my first and my goal, first and foremost, is for you to be a productive member of society. First and foremost. That's a hundred right. right there. That's a hundred. That's a hundred right there. No matter what walk of life you're in, you got to be a productive member of society. Be respectful, be, be honorable, all that shit, first and foremost. And everything else, if you carry it that way, everything else will fall in line. What you're working mm. I'm saying, so what you working? I'm I'm a firm believer. I ain't had nobody teach me this, man. It's stuff that I had to learn on the fly. I'm saying, I grew up in a single mother household. I'm saying, me, my mom, and my so, sister. So a lot of this stuff I had to learn, I learned on the fly. But man, it's much respect to you. It's benefited me. And it's benefited the boys. I'm saying, my boys. So I like and just paying attention to other environments, seeing other people how they are with their kids, and all that kind of stuff, man. Just learning, 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 learning. It's all a learning process, man. That's dope. How do you feel the learning process is for, you know, KJ now, you know, because he declared for the draft and just with COVID and dealing with that situation? Like, are you guys, I know, like, how is that process going? It's a little different, of course, because what's going on with the COVID yeah. and all that. Uh, it's not the traditional path. Well, his mm -hmm. path hasn't been traditional either way. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So this is really helping him in a, in a lot of ways. Mm -hmm. um, him continue to be in work on his game now and work on his shot and work on different things that he needed to work on um, because of the route that he took. Um, right. But for him, it, it's all about just staying locked in and knowing what the goal is. And the goal is, excuse me, ultimately is to play at the highest level and he's right there. Um, but he's put the time in and he's working and he's um, focused and, and excited about the process it's pushed back a little bit, but nah, it, he's he's salivating at the moment, um, right? To be able to show people what they've been missing, and I'm excited for him as well, man. Just to be able to display that, we are too, man. We looking forward I to seeing him. Looking forward I to it. No, listen, listen, man. Like I said, I've seen him play more than anybody. I've seen him play over 100 games. Uh, I can probably count one hand how many games I've missed. Maybe three games. Um, prior to him going to IMG, mm -hmm. I probably had missed three games up to that. Um, so I've been able to critique him, give him the honest assessment on what he needs to be, what it is. And there's no better proof than you have somebody who at, at the house who knows what hard work is. For me, Absolutely. going from averaging three and a half points as a freshman at Cincinnati to being consensus national player of the year. For sure. So, so, talk that talk, OG. <laughs> yeah, no, nah, it's just hard work, man. Hard work, being blessed, being 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 blessed first and foremost, um, being put in a situation where people believed in me. Yes, sir. Just going out and working, man, and and me telling him that, and knowing me not me knowing what hard work takes or what it takes to get there, and me telling him like this is what it is. You think you're working hard? No, this is what it, you got to work this way. You got to work this way, and he's doing it. And he's doing it, man. But his 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 ability and his skill set, man, is. I'm, I'm, and he's and he's nine and he's nineteen years he's 19, old. So just turned nineteen you, in January. Yeah, he's not, he nineteen. And when you look at all these different players that we look at, nobody's had the same route to to the end result. You know, you can take any route. At the end of the day, the cream rises to the top. Always you, but you got to put in your work. You got to put in your time. And for the kids that are listening, you know, I always tell them, like, 
everybody didn't go straight to Division One. Some people went to JUCO. Mm-hmm. I know some max players that went to JUCO. We all, yeah, we, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I know some. I know some guys that went undrafted. I know some guys went the second round. And so there's no one way to get there. You just got to stay focused on what you're doing daily. Put them blinders on. Put your head put down, on. man. And, and grind. And grind, man. Grind. Like, there's, there's nothing better than the, than, than the grind and it paying off. That's it. Well, Ken, Ken man, we show so uh, we show appreciate you appreciate joining. You, this is fun, man. This is fun. This is fun, man. I appreciate it, man. Uh, I appreciate yes, it. Uh, them streets of Cincinnati miss you, man. Hey, listen, dog. I go, man. I'm saying I get back, man. But hey, I'm kind of like Michael Jordan in Cincinnati. Ah, exactly. <laughs> now they do so you love. I, I, they do so you love. I, I can, I can no, attest it's, to that. It's a small, it's a small, it's a, it's a small glimpse. But no, man. No. And number love all the time, man. And this this has been this has been good, man. I appreciate you, gentlemen, man. And appreciate you. Yeah, yeah, no problem. Always available to talk hoop, man. With guys like minded guys who put the time in and who care about this game, man. Now, this mm-hmm. is, this was a pleasure, gentlemen. Appreciate Maybe. you, brother. Tell KJ we set us up too. Yeah. Anytime, Absolutely. dog. Anytime, yeah. man. All right, man. Love. Y'all stay safe right. out here, man. All right, man. You, you too. too. Yes, sir. Yeah.